This episode is brought to you by Rick's Eyewear. Eyewear that inspires confidence. If you would like to buy some premium eyewear, sunglasses, blue light frames, prescription, head online now, rickseyewear.com.au and check it out. Caps has been Australia's home of headwear since 2012. From snapback to fitted, curved peak to flat peak, our hats will fit anyone and everyone. Since then, we've grown and evolved into the leaders of US sports apparel in Australia. Head online at caps.com.au and check it out. Righto, let's get into the show. All right, it's good to see you, mate. Hey, mate, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. We're back in studio in Melbourne recording NFL Week 3. Week 2 was unbelievable, plenty of upsets. We, uh, we're obviously recording this today, which is Saturday, AFL Grand Final Eve, mind you. So we've missed Friday's game. Cleveland took down the Steelers. What were your thoughts uh, and takeaways from that game? Uh, yeah, very meat and potato game, mate. Like, just one on the ground. Nick Chubb had an absolute day. Kareem Hunt was a bit bit quiet. Uh, Najee Harris was good, but um, we just saw throughout the game uh, Pittsburgh's inability to get the get the ball down the ground enough to, to be the Browns. Did you have a little play on dabble and put a little same game multi on? I did have my bet back uh, bet, and two out of the four legs got up. Chubb rushing and Cooper yards, but I needed Kareem Hunt 15 plus receiving yards. He finished with 13. Oh my. Dropped an absolute pie and got stuffed on the goal line. He had, had 14. Had 14. There you go. So he needed one more yard and he got stuffed on the goal line about three or four times for oh. an anytime TD. So that's one for the punters there that I'm sorry went astray. I'd like to apologize to the Dabblers as well because I had a same game at Cleveland. I had Chubb for 100 yards because I thought that's how they win. He and got then that, I, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah, had that. Easy. And then I had Kareem Hunt for a touchdown and he got stuffed, as you just said. Three times they replaced him with fourth and one. They replaced him with a fourth and one with Chubb and Chubb gets the touchdown. So it just breaks your heart when you have a same game multi like that or your fantasy leagues and you've you've got Hunt. It's It, it hurts. So it's a fun game and we'll land one soon. But we had a couple last week. We should reflect. Alan Robinson for me, he, he, he scored finally. Obviously been two weeks, but he bounced back. We had Mark Andrews, he scored, which we love. My value play in Hayden Hurst, the, the Bengals just haven't got it done yet. So... The who, sorry? The Bengals. Yeah. I, I got rid of the Bengals. I like <laughs> to say bang. But the Bengals, uh, they haven't got their offense right, so that was disappointing. Uh, I'm still going to talk about him later on. And Dalvin Cook was really disappointing with the Vikings. So probably two from four there from Tommy's tips. What about you, mate? I'm pretty sure you went 50% as well. Yeah, one from two. So we actually should have done something with the Robinson uh We'll say brothers, but the, the Robinson boys. Well, we should have paired them up. Yeah, I had um, James Robinson from the Jags set a like in the week before. He got over with a 30-yard TD run and had big Bobby Tonyan from the Packers as a value player. It was about $3.50 to get over, um, and he didn't get near it. So I think you got Robinson in about 220 $2.30, so that saluted, but um, big Bobby didn't get over, nah. Yeah, they were, you're right. We should have paired them up. The reason I wasn't sure about yours was because they were playing the Colts. But little did I, I should have done my research. They've won the last three there. The last, well, they've lost, I think they've won the last eight between them. But the last three, they've played the Colts and they've kept them to zero points. Can you believe that? The Colts don't look too good at the minute, my friend. But um, Oh, we're going to sure. get right into it. Yeah, now let's we'll get, get into, into NFL Week 3. So the Browns have beaten the Steelers 29-17. 
at home with a defensive touchdown late. So anyone out there with the Cleveland Browns, like myself in one league, I've got the uh, defensive touchdown there in fantasy, which we love. Let's get straight into the first game. It's Houston Texans taking on your boys, the Chicago Bears at Soldier Field. It'll be 3 a.m. Australian time. I'll just start with the Bears. They were so bad last week. There's, there's, they're, the, they're the only team in like 20 years to have gone for 11 passes, 70 yards whilst trailing. The last team to do it was Broncos when they lost all their quarterbacks. They had to fill in the quarterback with tight ends. And what they were doing was just running the ball on wildcat plays. Your boys, they've won week one. I mean, they're they're $1.68 here. They're favorites. Talk to me about who you think's going to play well in this game, mate. Mate, what did... So I've worn the jersey in round one against San Fran. I told you I had to make the most of it because they looked shit last week. Uh, as you said, Fields has gone for 70 yards. Dave Montgomery looked awesome. I don't know. I, I'm unsure whether that's the reason why they, they stick, stuck to the ground. He he went for 100-odd yards and he, he looked outstanding. But they still need to be able to get the ball downfield. So we're talking about, as you said, 70 yards. Darnell Mooney let me down the last two weeks. I, I know it's um, we're talking about... Just your standard result here. But NFL fantasy has gone for 0.5. They need to find a way to get these receivers more involved. Equinemius St. Brown, he, he's a B-grade receiver. Oh, not even B-grade, C-grade receiver. He's their wide receiver one at the minute. I really like Houston here. They're $2.15 in a two-horse race. Chicago, as I said, have not looked good. That that was an outlier, that round one game against San Fran in the, in the pouring rain. I'm going to take the Texans here in... In what like I, I don't think it's going to be close. I reckon the Houston, the Texans just beat them easy. Yeah, I think you. I, I think the bookies have got this one wrong. This would be a very good value play for a same game multi to take Houston in it because it's going to boost your odds. There's a play that I really like. I've heard the coach come out and speak really highly of his players and say, you know, normally when the coaches come out in the media, they say something and you're not sure if they're they've got full integrity. They're trying to twist the media, but. Damien Pierce, Damon Pierce, he responded. He had 15 carries and 69 yards rushing last week against the Broncos. I think, I think he's going to have a big day. And, I, and if they're going to lead, they're going to they're going to run that ball. And he's going to be a gun. He's one of the you know he's one of the gun rookie running backs in the competition this year. I'm throwing him in as a beautiful option for a touchdown this week. I, I just reckon that they can put some points up against the Bears. You know, they can get three to four touchdowns. And if they're up early, like you said, it's going to be it's gonna be all about Dame on. So it's Dame time, baby. <laughs> Dame on time. Um, yeah, I really like that call, mate. He looked really good last week. People were a bit sceptical after round one. Um, but rookie running back, just let him work out the system and – Work out what the uh, big league is about. I really like that one. Who we got in game two? Yeah, so then we go to the next game. Um, so you're just just on that. So Houston, Damon Pierce for a touchdown, and I think you'll get 60 yards rushing. It'd be my my bet for that one. Yeah, I've, similar. I've, Pierce, touchdown, Houston to win. And Dave Montgomery looked that good. He's going to get, yeah. I reckon, 20 rushes at least. You can chuck him in for 60 to 70 yards. I reckon that wouldn't be a, wouldn't be a bad call either. Hard to believe that Chicago are one and one now. New Orleans take on the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers have been very disappointing the last oh, I don't know how many games. The Saints, their defense looked amazing last week. Lattimore's had the punch on with Evans, and they've been kicked out of the stadium. I think it really helped Tampa. 
get the chocolates because they could not get the ball anywhere until that that happened. How do you see this game playing out, mate? It's a, to be honest, it's not a very attractive game on paper. No, you're right there. I reckon New Orleans' offense is going to be too strong for Carolina here. You, we've seen uh, Carolina with Baker Mayfield, CMC. They can't really get it going. Robbie Anderson is meant to be a downfield threat. He hasn't had too much of of an influence this season. Uh, round one, he went for 100 yards. Last week, he was real quiet. 32 yards, five five targets, three receptions. He's over under 37 and a half. I don't... I don't like what I'm seeing from Carolina. Um, Kamara should be back. I reckon New Orleans are going to be way too strong. I'm really liking what I'm seeing from Mike Thomas. And Chris Olave has come out as the wide receiver too there with a, a healthy backup and really nice in Jarvis Landry. So I like their receiving core there and Kamara should be back and give, give him a good flex out of the backfield. So I'm going to take New Orleans there over Carolina. I agree with you. Michael Thomas, wide receiver 10 in the competition so far through two weeks. So he's had a strong start as a lot of people might not have been too sure of. He's come out of the blocks really well and and done some great things against some hard opposition. I'll be tipping the Saints. I'm not sure what Kamara's doing. He's in my fantasy team, so hopefully his ribs are recovering because I took him in the first round and he's hurting me. I'm zero and two, I think. I'm zero and two as well, mate. Uh, maybe no, I'm one on one, sorry, in oh, the well, American Aces Fantasy <laughs> League, but I, I should be zero and two. I'm going to take the Saints in this one, and I'm going to say, and I think the, the value play here with a little bit of a dabble on Christian McCaffrey receiving yards, a few screen plays. If they're playing from behind, you know, they don't like to run the ball. He might be the option that Baker Mayfield looks to so they can get that ball past the Saints' defense because it was, it was very good. Tom Brady didn't look like he could get anywhere. He's very very frustrated. He snapped another iPad last week. I think that's two from two against the Saints. There you go. So both of us are tipping the New Orleans Saints against the Carolina Panthers on the road, mind you. Now, this game is exciting. Kansas City Chiefs at the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts have been horrific. As I said last week, their offense, I think they was they had – they couldn't – I think last week they had 11 – they were on the, on the ground 11 times and they couldn't even get it down six times. They just straight off the field. So their offense is just not working. They've got the best running back in the game. The Chiefs are humming. Uh, where, is this going to be a flogging or can we see a bounce-back game from the, from the Colts out of nowhere? I see them being better, but I don't see them – Bouncing. Well, what's a bounce back? Is a bounce back them just looking all right or is a bounce back them winning? Well, I think against the Chiefs, if you win this game, people start to really go, hang on, well, maybe the first two weeks was a bit of a how you going. They, if they win this game, it's a massive win. The Chiefs are, you know, they're probably ranked one and two at the moment with the Bills. From the first two weeks, they've just come out the blocks and gone bang, bang. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, on this, as, as we said at the start of the year, I, even though they've got Paddy Mahomes, they've lost Tyreek Hill, still felt as though people were sleeping on the Chiefs and they looked great. Like you saw last week, like they didn't set the world on fire, but they still beat the charges that everyone's riding high on and they reckon they're going to they're gonna win their division and their conference. So, um, yeah, Paddy Mahomes looking great. Uh, no one had last week over five receptions and more than 50 yards for the Chiefs or 51 yards. It was Watson, the tight end. So... You can see that Paddy's just distributing the ball, taking it to where he needs to take it. And they did score a defensive touchdown, got a bit of a chop out on defense. But my predictions may have been wrong. I've had a blunder at the start of the year. I was 
at the start of the NFL season, watch out for Matt Ryan. He's going to come in and control the offense, and I'm really excited to see what he's going to put out. But last week, he's gone for 195 yards and three picks. So that's where they've just got to lift. He's known as a good game manager, had a great career in Atlanta. He's come in 37-year-old. We're just going to have to see more out of him. He's got the tools there. Um, Michael Pittman, uh, Campbell, uh, the rookie Pierce should be back after a concussion layoff, but they've just got to get get more out of him. So I'm going to I'm going to take the Chiefs, but fingers crossed that we start seeing more out of the Colts. Michael Pittman didn't play last week, which hurts. They do speak about him so highly, and I, I love him as well. He's been cleared for week three, so he's in. That is massive for the Colts. We know that Jonathan Taylor is a gun. He couldn't get a, a he didn't get a chance to even perform last week because they were behind from the get go. So, you know, nine carries he had last week for fifty four yards. Now, do your math. Nine carries. If he gets the ball early and they're up, he's going to be very hard to stop. But as we know, the Chiefs are going to be throwing that ball everywhere. I still think the Colts are a sneaky in this one. I wouldn't be going the head to head bet, but I'm. Geez, I mean, if the Colts can go to a lead early, it's just going to be all about Jonathan Taylor and Pittman. And uh, they're going to try to chew that clock up, I reckon, Rat, because they don't want Paddy slinging that ball around. Oh, Would you take the line at five and a half? I wouldn't touch the line. No, I think the, I think the play here is Jonathan Taylor for that 100 yards. Again, they get back on the horse. They're at home and they rush that ball. 100 yards, you're getting 245. That's not bad. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And that's early in the year. They're giving a lot of, like Chubb yesterday was the same thing. People that They're offering a lot of value early in the year because they haven't established the, you know, the mark, you know, what the algorithm hasn't got the averages yet. And because Jonathan Taylor had a week, week, week two, <laughs> a terrible week two, but he only had nine carries. I'll be going Jonathan Taylor over and I think Patrick Mahomes for that 300 yards again, he's just going to be slinging it around. Just a quick one here, just... Clyde Edwards-Alaire and um, Jarek McKinnon have 50-50 split on the goal line. So it's a frustrating one for anyone out there that is having a little bit of a dabble or they're in fantasy. No one knows who's going to get that, that touchdown. Now, last week, Jarek McKinnon come on for Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who just got stomped on just before that. And then the next play, bang, McKinnon gets the touchdown. Very frustrating stuff there for the fantasy owners, but one to keep an eye on. We know that Kelsey is the man. He's getting 24% of Mahomes' first look. So he's going to be – he's pivotal in this team. I think it's going to be all about Mahomes and Kelsey. And then if Pittman's back, it's going to be hopefully Colts can get up early and Jonathan Taylor runs that ball. So we've got a – I mean, this is the, one of the highest total games. So if you're going to have a look at touchdowns and all that, this is – I think it's 53.5 at the moment as we record this on a, on a Saturday with, uh, you know, 48 hours to go pretty much. So – very exciting. Um, and uh, what was that one? There's 50, is it? It's come in. No, no, no. I was, um, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. So there you go. So my tip for this one, oh, again, I can't go past the Chiefs. I'm not tipping against the Chiefs until I see, uh, unless Patrick Mahomes isn't quarterback. Right, you go on the Chiefs as well? Agreed, mate. I reckon the Chiefs. Uh, I reckon Indiana get their shit together a bit more, but I still think the Chiefs are going to be too good. They just look like a two well-rounded unit at the minute the Chiefs do. Here comes a very exciting game. Buffalo Bills at Miami Dolphins. This is going to be fireworks. Again, a massive total. I think it's a game total of 53 again or something around there. It comes in and out as we speak. The Bills, I saw something the other day. They haven't lost. I think they've won the last, oh, spitting it out there, let's just say 10 games or so by 10 plus. 
essentially what I'm trying to say here is their defense is just smoking teams and their offense is just getting away from you. Last week, Josh Allen was on ice at three-quarter time, mate. Yeah, you're right. They're doing it at both ends, mate. So I'm actually looking here. So it's at Miami Outdoor Stadium at Hard Rock. Forecast for rain. So what was the total points? 53 and a half or so? I'll get it up while you're talking as you give your tip. I'll get the updated one right now on Dabble. So if it's outdoor in the rain, that could be a sneaky a sneaky underplay. I know they're two lock, locked and loaded offences, and but you do say the Bills' defence is looking absolutely outstanding, which they are, and they get up early. They could start to manage the game, which they did last week. So I, I really like the Bills, as you said, similar to the Chiefs, until I see otherwise... I'm on the Bills hard. Uh, what did you see from Miami's offense last week and your, your oh, boy that man. people were calling Custard Arm Tagovailoa at the start Baby, of the year? But Oh, Custard Arm. He's not Custard. I can give you the tip. Someone flipped his – someone put some footage of him because he's a left-hander. They flipped him around on footage and put him in a right. And when you watch it, it's just visually a please. It's just it's, – it's beautiful to watch. So this left arm might be just, you know – I don't know, tricking your mind a little bit. Throwing people off a bit. Yeah, right? throwing them off a little bit. He was amazing. It broke my heart to see they were 20, it was 28 3 or something. It, it, whatever it was, like they scored 28 points in the last quarter to three. The Ravens gave up 28 points. That just shows you how, how much impact this offense can have at any time. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle just. Doing amazing things there. Now, just to go back to the total points in this game between Buffalo Bills and Miami Dolphins, it's 52.5, right? With a little bit of rain forecasted. This is going to be fireworks. If, if Gabe Davis doesn't play, you, can't, you just can't ignore Diggs. He is throwing that ball to Diggs no matter who's on him. We saw it in week one on Jalen Ramsey. Last week, he just that rookie corner would be having nightmares. He's going to get the yards. Now, there's a player that I want to talk about. Dawson Knox. He cost me last week. I'm following up. Tight end again. Diggs stole all the points. Dawson Knox is a value play. Mark Andrews scored last week for the Baltimore Ravens. So there's going to be a play there that drawn up. Knox was very impressive. He got a few catches. I think Dawson Knox for a touchdown would be a great one in this. Just be weary of the two running backs at the Miami Dolphins. There's a bit of drama going on there, Rat. And when I say drama, the fantasy teams uh, are a bit confused. Chase Edmonds is really competing with uh, Raheem Mostert. They're, week one, it was leaning towards Chase Edmonds. Week two, Raheem Mostert. So we just got to keep our eye on that one. We've only had two weeks, but very confusing to see who the, the guy is in that offense. I'm tipping the Bills. I don't think the Bills can lose until they play... I, don't, I, I, just, I, I think the Bills are the best all-round football team we're going to see, and that's why I think I've, you know, most people are tipping them for the Super Bowl. Their defense will get it done. Hopefully they don't give up the yards out the back. As I said, Dawson Knox touchdown and Bills for me in this one, Rat, you? Yeah, agreed, mate. I'm going with the Bills. Um, the only way I can see them getting undone is we've seen uh, not time after time, but every now and again, Josh Allen getting a bit greedy, throwing a pick or two and opposition's defense is keeping him in the game. So at the minute, Bills look great. I'm taking the Bills. And Devin Singletary is the man. He didn't have any he didn't have any impact last week. They're a pass first offense. But as you said, if there's a little bit of rain, they might dish him the ball. He might be a little one to look out for because he was on ice early last week. That he's the clear lead back at Buffalo. Next game. I can't wait for this one. The Detroit Lions 
at the Minnesota Vikings. It's in a dome. We don't have to worry about weather. Talk about offenses. Detroit Lions have been putting up some points. They look good, mate. They look really good. And there's a player that we need to just give a round of applause to. But Amon Ra. St. Brown. Amon Ra. St. Brown. I mean, this bloke just broke an NFL record. Eight plus receptions in nine or so games, or he's he's about to break. He's about to extend the record. The ball was going his way last week. Look at this. Last week he had he's had twelve targets the first two two rounds, and last week went for one hundred and sixteen yards and two tutties and nine catches. So nine receptions. He is having some year, and people might be sleeping on him. Where do you see this one going? The Vikings were disgusting. Kirk Cousins, Monday Night Footy. We know primetime Kirk. He hates it. And I should have – we should have known this. We should have. But I, I really like Detroit here, mate. Um, the running backs, the two-headed monster in Swift and Williams, they're looking really good to start off. Goff is just managing the game quite nicely. And as you said, Eamon Ra St. Brown getting open at will. We saw Minnesota with a very high-powered offense to start the year and – it seemed like if you shut down Jay Jets, Justin Jefferson last week, they don't they don't have too much to go to. So I, it, under the dome, I'll take Detroit and points over. I'm I'm really liking what I'm seeing from Detroit at this point in time. I think Detroit's defense is going to let them down in this one, Rat. I'm going to back up the Vikings. They're going to be they're going to bounce back in this game. Dalvin Cook couldn't get going last week. At all. And I want to just give you a little bit of insight on the Detroit Lions defense and where the opportunity lies for all the people out there with fantasy and having a little dabble. They've given up the most yards to wide receivers so far and touchdowns last week. Dotson, 59 and one touchdown. Terry McLaurin, 75 yards, no tutty. And Curtis Samuel, 78 yards and one touchdown. That's week two. Week one, AJ Brown, do you remember? He went off. And they went off. Yards or so, yeah. He went off early. He went off early. He went for 155 yards. So they're giving up wide. Your wide receiver one. Guess who? Who's the? Who's the? Who's the man? Who did you just talk about? Yeah, Ra. No, 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 no. For the Vikings. Oh, the Vikings. Jay Jets. Justin Jefferson is going to ball out in this game. There you go. Adam Thielen will also ball out. This is the greatest opportunity. If you've got them in your fantasy lineups, fire them up. Fire them up. You know they give up touchdown. This is going to be a high-scoring game. But Justin Jefferson, he could go for 150 in this game. So whatever his line is, can you get me his line up there, Rat, while I'm talking? I think this would be a great opportunity to just have a little dabble in this one because they're giving up plenty of points in the secondary. And I'm expecting Kirk to get back and bounce back. Yeah, so on dabble here, they have Justin Jefferson 100-plus receiving yards at $1.95. So his line would be... Yeah, about 90, and what's 97, Thielen? 98. Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen was disappointing the first two weeks, but I think he gave Kirk a bit of a cook on the bench and he started throwing him the ball late. So Adam Thielen for 50-plus receiving yards, $1.82. So his line would be between 50 Can and Can I get a there. touchdown market there on Dabble, please, Rat? Because I'd love to know what he's paying. Adam Thielen hasn't scored yet, and I love knowing who hasn't scored because we know in the locker room they'd be getting into each other, and he's a gun in that red zone. Thielen's at $2.50 and Jay Jefferson is at $1.62. That's a bit short for mine for Jefferson, but Thielen, that's really nice at $2.50. There you go. So for me, it's a wrap it up. I think it's going to be a cracking game to watch. To, you know, Traditionally, the Lions haven't been that team, but geez, everyone's loving them. Hard Knocks has put them on the map. 
Detroit Lions at Minnesota Vikings at US Bank Stadium. The crowd will get them over the line. I'm tipping Minnesota Vikings. I think they'll be too strong. And uh, yeah, look out for those receivers. And the next game, mate, we've got the Baltimore Ravens versus the New England Patriots. Who do you have taking this one out? Oh, the, the New England Patriots are the most boring team to watch. There's a lot of Pats fans out there. I'm not even going to talk about them. I'm all about the Baltimore Ravens. They've got a few issues with running backs, but we can, we know Lamar Jackson can do it all. I'm tipping the Ravens. They'll just do what they normally do. If they need to run it, Lamar will run it. But they're just too strong. And just as I said, Rashad Bateman, I've been talking him up. He's delivering. He's the guy. And Mark Andrews. And Devin Duvernay, his kick return last week was outstanding. The first play of the day. It was a, I thought it was going to be our, our time to shine, but unfortunately the Dolphins put up 28 points in the last quarter. So that was disappointing. So I hope their defense have a good hard look at themselves. But it's the Ravens for me, right? Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't reckon it gets touched on enough what Lamar is doing. I know they got done last week, but he's passed for 318 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Rushed nine times for 119 yards and one rushing touchdown. That's 440 yards of total offense and uh, four touchdowns for Lamar. So that's an absolute two are needed to do what he did to beat him. And you saw they caught fire and they've got some loaded uh, receivers on offense, the Dolphins. But as you mentioned, mate, New England, too vanilla for mine. I reckon Baltimore will just cruise around here and get that done. It'll be interesting to see what Belichick has for... Lamar Jackson on the defensive side of the ball, but Baltimore for me. And good form line. They played the Dolphins week one, the Pats, and they went down 7-20. Baltimore matched the Dolphins. So you'd say that the Baltimore Ravens on the road will get this one done, and they better get it done because I'm still trying to get over last week. Now, this is the game I'm looking forward to the most, only because I've been talking up this offense and they've done nothing. Cincinnati Bengals at the New York Jets. Sorry, Cincinnati Bengals. (laughs) Thanks, mate. I always say bang because I'm not just, just it's just oh, the way I speak. Bengals, 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 Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> playing the New York Jets. Rat, you start because I've got plenty to talk about here. I will start. So the Jets last week, they they should be 0 2. So what they did last week, they this was one of the all time wins. Like we talk about any given Sunday and what can. What can actually happen? So they looked nowhere near it last week with big Joe Flacco under center, the Jets. I'll run you through what happened against the Browns. The Browns have absolutely shit the bed. So with a minute 55 to go in the game, Nick Chubb has rushed a touchdown, which has put the Browns up 13 points. They've missed the extra point, the rookie kicker, York. What Nick Chubb could have done, he could have, ta- he could have gone down in front of the goal line. The Jets had no timeouts and they just see the clock out and the Browns win. So Chubb scored, put him up by 13 with a minute five to go. Minute 55 to go. Two-minute warning, so they have some timeout. First play, Joe Flacco goes bang to Tyler Conklin for nine yards. They get, they get up to the line real quick. Second play, bang. Crib call to Corey Davis, 66-yard touchdown. Greg the legs early on, kicks the extra point. They're down by six with a minute 10 to go. It's 24 to 30. Righto, your, your ring starts twitching a little bit, but that's all right. We'll get the ball back on the onside kick. The, the Browns will, and that's game over. Onside kick recovered by the Jets. So they're at the half, they're at halfway. So how long to go on the clock at this point again? It was there's a minute 10 to go yes, on the they've clock. They've got time. They've got time, but no timeouts. So there's pass after pass after pass. They can't rush the ball. They've chucked a couple passes over the middle. They've got to 20 yards out. And 
All the Browns need to do is get a couple stops and the clock runs out. 15-yard Garrett Wilson touchdown and the extra point is good. So it's put what we thought two minutes ago. This has gone for about 15 minutes of normal time though, but two minutes on the clock. The, the rookie kicker York has missed the extra point and the Jets have put themselves up by one point, 31 to 30 with 22 seconds to go on the clock and the Browns couldn't get the ball back. They've absolutely shit the bed. It's one of the all-time capitulations in the regular season that I've seen since I've been actually following this sport. And I couldn't believe it, mate. Did you watch that game? I did. It was not just them. We're going to talk about the Arizona Cardinals and how how the Vegas Raiders shit the bed. There was a few, and Baltimore Ravens, as we said, twenty eight three. They shut the bed. It was unbelievable. I couldn't believe my eyes. If you're on offense at the Browns, you'd be thinking, what the fuck are you doing on defense and, and special teams? Just all they had to do was recover that onside kick. It's game over. It's a great win for New York Jets. I love their coach. I love I love what they're doing. They've got an exciting, exciting young list. And you know what? Joe Flacco, like, he couldn't have done much more. You know, he, he, 307 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Great work, mate. You know, like, yeah. it's exciting. At the end of the day, like, they've won the game, right? Regardless of how they won, he's thrown for 300 yards, three touchdowns. Four. Four touchdowns, and they won. I still think they should be zero and two. So we'd have two zero and two teams fighting out for it. But, um, yeah, I'm going to have to take the Bengals, mate. This is my best. This is my best. Talk about lock. We, you, we want to refine the word lock. The Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> will, be, will be winning this game of football. They're 0-2. and two. They played in the Super Bowl last year. They're coming up against the Jets. Let me remind you, Joe Burrow has been sacked. Guess how many times so far, Rat, in two weeks? 11. 13 times. Shit, that's a lot. A lot. He's the, he's the franchise quarterback, but guess who he's played? Pittsburgh, TJ yep. Watt, mm-hmm. Dallas, Micah Parsons. Mm-hmm. These are the two favorites for defensive player of the year. They're coming up against the Jets. Do you think the Jets are going to be sacking his ass another five, six times? He just needs time in the pocket. He's got Jamar Chase. He's got Higgins. He's got a few options. And then Mixon, they've got all the talent. I can't wait for this. I've seen what Chubb did last week. Chubb rushed three touchdowns. So I'm going Cincinnati Bengals on, on Dabble into Mixon for a touchdown. And we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be winning this one. So I can't wait, mate. This is uh, this is this is the bounce back that we need for the Bengals. And I really like that too, mate. And one to watch out for. I've been on him the, the first two weeks, and he hasn't got over. But Joe Mixon. So we're we're talking about them being on top. I really like Joe Mixon to get over. So so we're both on Joe Mixon. This could be our Oz American Aces week three joint bet. Let's do it. Joe, Joey Mixon to get over. And he's looked really good. It's just that they've been behind. They've had to throw the ball a bit more. It could be uh, Joe Mixon, 70 rushing yards and any time touchdown score. You'd probably get $2.80 or so for that. So I'll put 60 rushing in just in case they go up. But, yeah, let's just go there. Let's lock it in. Let's get excited. Let's get, let's let's get, get around, get around Joey. That. We have to. We've got the lock there. Oh, are you going to throw the Bengals on top or are you going to leave the head-to-head out? I and might just go throw Mixon. the Bengals on top. I don't yeah. know. I won't, can't throw the bangles. I, I, don't, know bangles. Who, I don't know who the bangles are. I don't want to say bangles. I just love it. Yeah. So that, that's it. Bengals. Bengals. Yeah. It's, a fucking sh- it's a weird name, isn't it? Well, the bangles. I just can't Bengal say can. that word. It's like the Aussie slang. It doesn't come out of me gob. The big <laughs> chompers get in the way there, mate. EKC coming at you again. Right there we there. go. We've got to keep flying through these, but that's great. We've got a joint bet there. The Cincinnati Bengals with Mixon as a touchdown scorer. That'll be on Dabble. So when you're listening to this, head online, Tommy's Tips, or Rory Atkins, or Dabble, copy the bet. 
gamble responsibly, but that is going to be our joint bet of the week. Very excited for that one. We keep scrolling through now, Rat. We keep scrolling through. There's a few more games to get through. The Philadelphia Eagles are coming up against Washington Commanders. It's going to be a division game, so it's a bit of hype in this one. Let's just talk about who you think is going to win this one because it's not that attractive. Philly look great, mate. Philly look really good. I like what Hurts is doing. He looks like he's a sneaky MVP candidate at the minute, Hurts. So last week he's thrown for 333 yards. The first week he threw for 241. He's only thrown for one touchdown, but he rushed for two. He's, he's got three rushing touchdowns on the year, and the, the Eagles are winning. They're 2-0. Washington, is, they're, hard, they're hard to watch, mate. And as I've said with Carson Wentz, He's trying, to, he's trying to go to the crib every single play. Like, he'll throw two picks in a row and then he'll go touchdown, touchdown, 50 yards, 50 yards. He's putting up massive yard numbers, but that's because he's putting himself in positions where he needs to just keep throwing that rock around. So he's, had, he's averaging 320-odd yards. He's, he's thrown for seven touchdowns. And I'll just... It's, it's too unpredictable for mine. Well, last to to week when the game was up for grabs against Detroit Lions, at halftime it was 22-0. to zero. The yep. game finished 27-36. He put 27 points up in the second half. But the game's over by then. So, you know, his numbers look really good. But if you go halftime, they're horrific. He needs to fire up when the game counts. He can sling the ball, like you said. He just needs to play smarter footy. It's always let him down, though, hasn't it? The fumbling, the turnovers. The, it just – it's always been the case with him. It'd be, you know, this – this is a big game. It's against his old mob, you know. I know it's a, it's a, it's a while ago, but he's going to want to win this one. So it's very interesting, this game. It's going to have a bit more feeling in it. The, the Eagles looked amazing on defense last week. What they did to the Vikings was incredible. So you can't go past the Eagles. I'll be tipping them. Not really interested in too much. Uh, hopefully Devontae Smith can, get in the, uh, can start scoring and, and give me some points. He was better last week. He was a good bounce back option. But, yeah, I've got nothing. No specials in that one to me. Yeah, I reckon the Eagles are just – they look too good at the minute. Um, yeah, I, I trust them a fair bit, the Eagles, so I'll be taking the Eagles. And we move on to two teams that we probably didn't think that were going to be in this position, two 0-2 teams. We've got the Las Vegas Raiders and the Tennessee Titans. Las Vegas, they've, they've played Los Angeles Chargers and got done in an absolute – Okay, just it was a balls up, like you said. We'll move forward because it was just it's embarrassing how that happened. It just shouldn't happen. I fell asleep, so it, I, was, I you know I did the I do the late and I, I, did, I almost did an all nighter because I couldn't sleep. I was so excited, and I thought oh, this one's in the bag. But you know I'll wake up and watch the highlights. They've been beaten. Yeah, little gingerbread man. Yeah, little gingerbread man. Hey, twinkle toes, the toddler, <laughs> yeah. huh? Yeah. He's just running around. He's running around for twenty-two oh. seconds and putting it in there. I mean, twenty-two. A, it was like fifty that one play. Oh my goodness, what is going on, Chandler? Yeah. You got, oh, I, I won't even start. But Devontae Adams, he went for twelve yards receiving after going for seventeen targets. It's like they've done this. They've gone. We can't just throw the ball to Adams every play. Can you? Can you even up the? You know the market share, and then they haven't thrown. Well, it worked. We had. Well, round one it worked. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, it didn't. They lost. They look good doing it. Go back to the well. He is going to fire up. He's going to, and that was against the Chargers. So I expect Adams to get another 15 targets. And I reckon Carr's going to say, Walla, Adams, let's go. Jacobs, just give me something. They need to bounce back. And to be honest, last week we saw what Diggs did to the Titans. I mean, if you've got any confidence, you're just going to be throwing it to Adams. So. Just load up Adams. Adams, it's going to be all going through him because that's what the Bills did. They just went, where are you? Throwing it to you. Boom. 
Yeah, I agree, mate. Uh, so for that exact reason, Vegas for mine, Tennessee, they're just not doing it. Like Traylon Burks, rookie wide receiver, he looks really good and looks like he's emerging as their wide receiver one. Um, but De- Derek still looks a, a step short. That's Derek Henry, the running back there. He's meant to be meant to be the marquee man and he just looks a yard short. It's It's one of those ones similar to Jonathan Taylor where – you just hope they're competitive enough in the game for long enough that Derek gets enough looks to actually turn the game for him. So, yeah. In saying that, Las Vegas for mine, Tennessee don't look don't look too crash hot. And we move on to. Well, hang on, just get your tip there quickly. So you go Raiders. Raiders for me, yeah. And great value, dollar seventy five at the moment. That's disgustingly juicy. I know, <laughs> I know it's at, I know it's at. Um, I know they're on the, yeah, up, yeah, yeah as Nissan on the road, but. That is two zero and two teams. That's this is like a this is like a final. They're going to be going hard. You can't you can't lose the first three. No, you can't, and it's a long way back from there. So yep. Raiders, Raiders for me. Okay, next game we're going down here, but this one is the Jacksonville Jaguars playing the Los Angeles Chargers. This one's at SoFi Stadium. This is in Los Angeles. I mean, the, the bookies have also got the Chargers at a dollar fifty seven. Is that because the quarterback's fifty fifty? Yeah, I reckon it, that's the only reason it has to be. I reckon so. Justin Herbert, obviously, what a Gutsy performance. He's yeah, stra- strained. His, what, what was it? Rib cartilage fracture. He looked. He looked uncomfortable. I've never put myself in any position to have one of those. Before, <laughs> have one of those before, but it looked pretty painful. Um, charges for mine. Star started offense. Their defense looks good. Um, Jacksonville. They're they're surprising a few. They they probably look the way people were were expecting. But I'm just gonna have to take the charges here. Gonna be too strong at home. Herbie, I'll look for them to get up early and then they might chuck him on ice with what happened to him last week. Herbert's officially questionable for week three with his ribs. If he was to come out, back up Chase Daniel would take, uh, would you know, go under centre. Austin Eckler, fire him up. They're going to go through him. I'd imagine there'd be a bit of an uglier game on offence, but their defence will be the one that gets this done. So it's not as exciting as it would be if Justin Herbert was playing, unfortunately. But a big game for the Chargers and the Jags. They're both one and one. So, you know, if the Jags would upset the, the Chargers here, people might start going, hang on a second, what's going on over there? They might be getting it right for once. So very exciting game. But hopefully Herbert can play because there's nothing better than watching him sling the ball around. It's the it. Chargers for me. Uh, but big shout out to the Jags. They've been really impressive so far. Now the Rams taking on the Arizona Cardinals. This is a massive game for the division. That The Cardinals fought back and that was a lot of character last week it took a lot before that moment you think they're just horrendous but what they did in that last quarter against you know the raiders in their division that's that's a big game for them oh huge absolutely huge game um they could be sitting here like the raiders zero and two and we could be riding them off but they're just they're just so unpredictable for mine so they are at home here this is going to be this is going to be a cracker of a game I reckon we'll see another high-scoring game. Um, look for Cooper Cup to get off the chain. It's huge for the it's it's huge for the NFC West. As I said, the Cardinals and the Rams and the they're all tied. So obviously, all, all one on one. But this game is just got a lot on the line. I'm taking the Rams, even though they're not looking that good. I still think the Rams can get it done on defense. They did. They they embarrassed they embarrassed them last time they played from memory last year. So it's all about the Rams for me. And uh, and the ball and my man Robinson, oh, he ended up getting over. That was good by you. But I guess if you're going to stick with him long enough, he's going to. I think get he's over. a great target. But Cooper Cup, he just he, he's a man. Cooper Cup's a man, as you said. Are you going to keep taking hundred yards? Just going to keep taking it. Why wouldn't you against this defense? They're just giving it to yeah, you. Yeah, you just have to. So Rams for me. Rams. 
Love it, Rat. Love it. We and keep we, moving through. We move on, and we've got the Atlanta Falcons at the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah, you'll say yuck game. I hate the way Seattle are playing, like so, so playing. But I really like what the Falcons are doing. I really like the look at Drake London, the, the rookie out of USC, first wide receiver picked in the draft. Mariota seemed to have improved. I'm going to take the Falcons here. They are they are the roughies in this one. They're at a dollar ninety five in a in a uh, two horse race here. I'm going to take the Falcons. I just I really like the Owen two Seattle. We saw that game against uh, Denver Broncos. They they ended up getting getting up over Old Man Russ, but. I'm going to take the Falcons here. What do you reckon? Yeah, it's hard to tip Seattle. You know, at, this game's in Seattle. They don't lose traditionally there. We saw that week one against their old quarterback, Russell Wilson. They thought the Broncos would just come in and take it. They win. I'll be taking Seattle in this one, but I wouldn't be betting on it. I'll just be watching. The guy to watch is Pitts. Pitts has been really disappointing and tight end at Atlanta. He's come out and his coach has said, we're not trying to play fantasy football. We're trying to play football. We're like, well, mate, he's had 16 yards fucking throwing the ball. Uh, it doesn't matter what you're trying to play. He's a gun. He's one of the best players. He's a gun. One of the best tight ends we'll see in the next few years. I'm all eyes on him. So if you're looking at this game, just watch the ball go his way. I'd imagine that they're internally thinking about finding him the ball. They have to. And if they're going to win like you tipped them, this guy's going to get fed. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. I'll be having a look at that market. It, all eyes on that play. It's going to be. I, I don't really enjoy watching um, either side that much. So this this game will be just a you know have a skim pass. But Seattle at home in a low scoring one maybe. Next game's a cracker. Green Bay at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Aaron Rodgers bounced back against the Bears, but it wasn't that convincing in my opinion. He went to Sammy Watkins as his wide receiver one last week. So it's kind of we're starting to see who's he going to throw the ball to. Lazard scored. We're still not sure who is the guy. Your mate Bobby Tonyan didn't score. Did Tampa, Bay, Tampa Bay have lost a lot of players. Injuries. Evans has been suspended. I mean, this is a danger game for Tampa. Well, who do you think wins this one? Well, we spoke about form lines before. I still don't think Green Bay stack up too much. They, they beat the Bears, as we said. They're shocking. Mulligan to start off with against San Fran. A complete outlier. Rogers, as you said, started to go back to some more trusty wide receivers. You saw Randall Cobb. He's a mummy. He's that old. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, Watkins, Lazard. He's starting to get starting to get some dogs back. But and he's you got Dobbs and Watson chipping in for a couple of trick plays every now and again. It'll be interesting to see how how their targets go up the next couple of weeks as they get more suited to the NFL level. But uh, I'm just going to have to take Tampa Bay. I'm going to take Tampa Bay here. I re- I'm just not sold on Green Bay yet. Uh, Rogers, he. Few passes to Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, and they they look quite solid. But I'm still not sure that with Tampa Bay with a strong defense, how many points they're going to be able to put up. So I'm going to take Tampa Bay. That's an interesting one. I, I think I might take the Green Bay Packers in this. I just don't. I, there's a lot of all the wide receivers are injured or out for the Bucks, and we know the Packers have got good defense. I uh, also just on Tampa Bay, their run defense has always been the best in the league. They they were getting they were getting done last week on the ground. I don't know how many times I tuned into that game and just watched someone run that ball through them. I mean, I'll get the numbers up here, but Mark Ingram, 10 carries for 60 yards. Like, you know, sick, that, that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen against – and they hardly ran the ball. But I'm interested to see this double, two-headed monster, you know. you got the Jones and you got you got the big quadzilla. He's huge, mate. Dylan, I, love, I love what he's doing. So I'm, I'm going to tip – I'm going to tip – this is this is, is going to be a cracking game as well. 6.25 a.m. Eastern Centre time. 
I'm going to be between Green Bay and this one due to all the injuries at the Bucks. They've got no more Gronk, obviously, last year, and they've got no wide receivers. Righto, two more games to go. And we, we have the San Fran 49ers and the Denver Broncos. And we'll just touch on what had happened and complete different, complete different circumstances, uh, what we thought would happen with Trey Lance. We thought Jimmy Garoppolo would take his spot from him not playing so well, but he's gone, he's gone down injured and no one wants to see that. But he come in and did what we thought Jimmy Garoppolo would do. So Denver, Denver don't look too great for mine, and I'm not confident in what they can put out week to week. So I'm going to take the 49ers here, Tommy. What do you I'm reckon? with you. Jimmy G under centre. I'm loving it. Russell's been really disappointing. That's Russell Wilson at the Denver Broncos. They are at mile high. Colin Sutton, keep watching him. The ball's going his way. San Fran's got great defence, but with Jimmy G back there, they look like a, a better offence already they're passing the ball keep your eyes out in Debo Samuel and George Kittle and even Ayuk they're just they're a great offense now that I think Jimmy G's there that you know they're going to be passed first and you've got Wilson to dump the ball off to I'm tipping the San Fran 49ers as well Denver haven't been looking that good on offense at all the last game of the round at MetLife Stadium the Dallas Cowboys playing the New York Giants Dallas what a great win it was last week unbelievable beating the Bengals with no quarterback the who the Bengals, yep. <laughs> just testing you there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dallas Cowboys, they were impressive. I can't believe they got the job done. Micah Parsons is a star. New York Giants, they've been quite impressive as well. Who's your tip for this one and who's a breakout player before we wrap up the show? I'm loving what I'm seeing from Saquon. He's uh, going the right way. He's going up. Uh, great trajectory there for him. Getting a lot of looks. Uh, I'm going to have to take the Giants. They're keeping themselves in the game on defense and then managing in offense and Saquon looks great. Cut off to Cooper Rush, the backup quarterback last week for the Cowboys, getting it done over the Bengals. But I'm going to have to take the Giants here, Tommy. The Giants are $1.85 favourites. I, I think this will be a low-scoring, ugly game of football. Defence, as we said, they're going really well, the Cowboys. I, 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 yeah, just, this is a tough one. I think Dallas Cowboys can get them done on defence again. So I'm looking out for Zeke. I think Zeke will have a big game. But yeah, this is a, this is going to be an interesting one. It could be ugly, but it's a very important game and an important game for my future bet with the division. So, look, that's a wrap. I think the, to wrap up there, Rat, we've got we've got a um, you know we've got all that. It's a hard week on reflection. It's a hard week. So our, our joint bet on Dabble is Mixon. It's Mixon, isn't it? It's Mixon, mate. We're going to go Mixon. It's all Mixon, right? Our Rat needs to go to the Dunny. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you download Dabble. Get on Tommy's tips and Rory Atkins. And follow our bets this week. Let's party together. It's a big weekend. Week three NFL in the bank. Let's go.